Hello, I'm John Eichelboom from McMaster University and today I'm at the ACC meeting 2018 in sunny Florida. It's been a wonderful meeting once again. I'd like to share with you three of what I think are the key highlights and the first is the managed trial. Now this trial hasn't had a lot of advanced press but it's a very important one for several reasons. Firstly, it addresses what is almost a new disease, not new, but newly recognized, namely myocardial injury in patients undergoing non-cardiac surgery or MINS. And this affects about 8 million people around the world each year. MINS is thus common, but it's also prognostically very important. If a person has MINS, they have a one in seven chance of developing a serious cardiovascular outcome subsequently during the next year. The MANAGE trial tested whether the use of an anticoagulant, dabigatran, compared with placebo in patients with MINS who were post-operative between day one and day five could prevent a composite outcome of arterial and venous events. The trial involved about uh, just under 2,000 patients. It was a multi-center trial in multiple countries and the results were very clear-cut. Dabigatran reduced the risk of these serious adverse outcomes by about one quarter. It did not increase serious life-threatening types of bleeds it did increase some other types of bleeds. I think there are two key messages. One is this highlights the condition that it's common and it's got a bad prognosis and in manage, in fact, one in seven persons in the control arm experienced a bad cardiovascular outcome. So common, bad prognosis. And with the use of an effective anticoagulant at a carefully selected dose, the Bigotran, 110 milligrams twice a day, we can reduce these events by at least a quarter. There are a couple of other, uh, what I find very exciting trials. Uh, one, the second one that I'd like to mention is an analysis from the COMPASS trial. Now COMPASS was a 27,000 patient study of rivaroxaban given at a dose of 2.5 milligrams twice daily plus aspirin. Rivaroxaban alone at a dose of five milligrams twice daily, or aspirin alone for the prevention of major adverse cardiovascular events in patients with stable CAD or PAD. The primary results have been reported and they indicate that the combination compared with aspirin reduced major adverse cardiovascular events by about one quarter. In the analysis presented here at ACC, Sonia Anand is presenting on behalf of the COMPASS investigators, and she told us that people who experience lower limb complications, that is what we call male major adverse limb events, have a horrendous prognosis. There are about 6,000 people with symptomatic or asymptomatic lower limb disease in the COMPASS trial and of these 6,000 people 
over 100 experienced male, and when they experienced male, they had a more than threefold increased risk of dying and a vastly increased risk of subsequent amputation. So male, a horrible complication, but there's more. It's not just a bad complication. If we use rivaroxaban plus aspirin, we can prevent this complication. And for the uncommon patient who nevertheless experiences male while taking rivaroxaban and aspirin, we can make it less, much less serious in terms of subsequent outcomes. So it's a good news story. The first part's the bad news, bad prognosis, but it's a good news. We can prevent it with rivaroxaban and aspirin and we can improve outcomes post-male with rivaroxaban and aspirin. So this builds on the COMPASS story, uh, which is evolving as more and more data are being released. Uh, we now see that the combination of a vascular protective dose of rivaroxaban, two and a half milligrams twice daily, in combination with aspirin, is highly effective for prevention of MACE, for prevention of male, and for prevention of the complications of male. The last study to briefly mention is a sub-analysis of the reverse AD study. You may recall that reverse AD tested idiocizumab for the reversal of dabigatran. And folks have wondered, well, dabigatran's renally cleared. In patients who come in with bad kidneys, are they also reversed with idiocizumab? Because we expect they're going to have higher drug levels. So in an analysis presented here, what was shown was that patients who came into the study with bad kidneys indeed had higher dabigatran levels, but they nevertheless achieved complete reversal in almost all cases during the first four hours. And in fact, their bleeding was also uh, well controlled. They had a similar time to cessation of bleeding than those without renal impairment. There was one fly in the ointment, and that is people with bad kidneys who come in on dabigatran, even though they get initial reversal, there is some recovery of anticoagulant effect at 12 to 24 hours in about 10% of those people. So the take home message is, yes, use the idea usisumab to reverse dabigatran, irrespective of renal function, but if in the subsequent period you get recurrent bleeding and you've got a patient who has bad kidneys, it's worth measuring a level and seeing whether you should give a second dose to reverse. So those are three of the highlights from ACC 2018. I thank you very much for listening.